So there's another chapter of prophecy in Daniel, but like, it's really complicated and we're not going to talk about it. It's not really a story and it's not really like, you know, like vision of like a goat or a ram or whatever, but it's very detailed. It's very important in the sense that it says a bunch of things that were going to happen between the time of Daniel and the time when Jesus would come. It talks about the kings that would do this or that from, it's like you would have the Persian empire and then the Greek empire and then the Greek empire split into four and then they would have fights. And it said a whole bunch of what was gonna happen with that. And it was important because it told the people that God knew all of these things. And it wasn't like he wasn't in control and everything was chaotic, it was he was in control. That's important for us today too. People in the world today are like, oh, what's gonna happen? Everything's crazy, everything's terrible. But God is in control today too. And he has a plan. And he's bringing all things towards his plan for the end of the world and for the new world to come. In the last chapter of Daniel, Daniel is told a prophecy about the time of the end. That is the end of the world. (coughs) And in particular, he is told Many shall shall rise from the dust of death. That is, they shall be raised from the dead. He's talking about the resurrection of the dead on Judgment Day. And he tells him, Blessed is he who, who waits and arrives at the end. And he says to him, the angel says, Go your way till the end, and you shall rest and shall stand in your allotted place at the end of days. And he's saying, basically, you don't need to be, like, upset about these things. You don't need to get all crazy about when this is going to be because we don't know when it's going to be and it's going to be good because we're going to rise from the dead and go to live with jesus so hot so hot now this brings us to the next person we're going to talk about in the book in in the bible and her name is dream esther esther yeah we first esther before well, you know Esther from church. No, we like in the in this. The she was named in after her. Yeah. yeah, the screeching baby. So yeah, that's right. So when uh, the children of Israel were still in captivity in the Persian Empire, there was a king named Ahasuerus, and he had his throne in Susa, the capital of Persia, and uh, he was not a, like a he was not like a good person. He had a whole bunch of wives and he had all kinds of drinks and feasts and all these sorts of things. And he threw a feast and he said, everybody has to come and have a feast. And there was a queen named Queen Vashti. And she gave a feast for the women. And on the seventh day, when the heart of the king was merry with wine, meaning he'd been like drunk for six days and he was all like, he commanded some people... to bring Queen Vashti before the king in order to show the people her beauty because she was very beautiful. But Queen Vashti refused to come, the king commanded. And so the king became enraged and his anger burned within him. So the king said to the wise men who knew the times, it says, but they probably didn't really because, come on, they didn't really. Um, he said... Because Queen Vashti has not performed her duty, what is to be done to her? And they said, 
Not only against the king has she done this wrong, but against all who are the provinces of the king. The queen's behavior will be made known to all women, causing them to look at their husbands with contempt. They will say, King Ahasuerus commanded Queen Vashti to be brought before him, and she did not come. So, this day, the noble women of Persia and Mede, who have heard of the queen's behavior, will the same kind of contempt towards their husbands. If it please the king, we should make a royal order to go out, so that it may not be repealed, that Vashti is never again to come before the king. And let the king give her royal position to somebody else. So the king made a decree that all women must honor their husbands, and he sent letters to all the royal people for every man to be the master. And after this, he set queen. At least we didn't kill her, I guess. That's good. Yeah. But he decided there needed to be a new, a new queen. So, like, one thing about this, about what, what happened so far. Probably, I don't know why Queen Vashti refused. It doesn't really say. So I don't, couldn't really tell you whether she should have come to the king or not. It probably wasn't the smartest idea since he was the king. And clearly a bit of a temper. Yeah, but. Well, she probably had a very good reason. Yoko, Yoko, I, I don't know. In front of a. Oh, I do. Yeah, the Google for you. So what in the world? Did you sit on the remote or something? <laughs> no one said that. Siri? Stop it, Siri. All right. So part of what's going on here is that, okay, do you think, okay, when you have a wife and a husband, do you think that the wife should do what the husband says or not? Yes, the Bible does say that. But do you think that the husband should be like, "Hey, you do what I want"? No. No, that's not that's what he. Should, that's like, not what he should do. That's what even like you do. You don't do that. No. So the Bible does talk about the husband being the head of the wife, but what it means mostly is not. It doesn't mean that the husband should be like, "I'm going to get my own way and I'm going to tell everybody what to do." And blah 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 blah. It means that the husband should understand what the wife needs and what is best for the wife and do that as he's making his decisions. Just like, how does your brain know what the rest of your body needs? Uh, you don't know? How do you know when you're hungry? Uh, my, my tummy. Okay, your tummy talks to your brain. You have nerves running everywhere in your body, right? I can touch you right there. And you know that I touched you right on your knee? How do you know that I'm touching you on your knee? Because you have nerves. And they send messages to your brain. And your brain knows that I'm touching you. What if you accidentally touched something really hot? What would happen? It would blow. You would go. You'd pull your hand away really fast. Why? Because your brain would say, oh no, that's really hot. Pull your hand away. That's what Jesus means when he talks about the husband and the wife. He says the husband is the head of the wife, like your brain is the head of the body. <laughs> he doesn't mean the husband is the one who does the thinking. He means that the husband is like the brain and that it Lady listens girl. to the nerves of the body and takes care of it. They should both do a good amount of thinking. Yes, hopefully they are both thinkers. I, 
I think that's probably a ridiculous statement. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Listen, your dad's probably smarter than I am. I we got, we we tied on the ACT. Mm-hmm. Your mom and I tied for the for the second and third best well second best score on the ACT of anyone in our class. This is a good only this, Jared Lentz beat us. This is a good lesson that you find you should find a husband who listens to you. And dad doesn't listen to you. When he talks to you, and he does too. And respects Wild accusations, child. (laughs) Respects your opinion, because... He doesn't listen. He's a big, fat liar. Wow. (laughs) Anyway. And now find a husband who, after six days of drinking, decides to parade you in front of a Mm. bunch of men. Yeah. So the king decided, let lots of beautiful young virgins be sought for the king. And he appointed people in every province to find women and be in charge of the women and put makeup on the women and bring them to the king so he could see who was the best to be queen instead of Vashti. Okay, so the king kind of stinks, right? Well, there was a Jew in Susa whose name was Mordecai. He was a Benjamin, a Benjaminite. He was actually from the same family. It says the son of Kish, a Benjaminite. So he's descended from the same person as King Saul, I think. And he had been carried away there as a captive long before. Now, he was bringing up a girl named Esther. She wasn't his daughter, but he was taking care of her. She was the daughter of his uncle. So I guess she's his cousin. But her father and her mother were dead. Now, she was very beautiful. And when, she, when her parents died, Mordecai took her as his own daughter. So when the king's order and edict were complained and many were proclaimed, not complained, and many young women were being brought, um, Esther was also taken because she was beautiful. And she was brought into the custody of a man named Haggai, who had charge of the women. And she pleased him and won his favor. And he gave her makeup and food. And with seven chosen young women to, like, take care of her, like, be her, like, servants. And she advanced and became very well known. Now, Esther had not made known who her people were, like, that she was one of the Jewish people. For Mordecai hadn't told her to do that. And every day Mordecai, that was her, un- her cousin, right, who would take care of her, he walked in front of the court to learn how Esther was doing and what was happening with her. And when the turn came for each young woman to go in to King Ahasuerus, after being 12 months under the regulation for the women, so he was like, you have to spend like 12 months get ready to see me. This was the regular purifying, uh, sorry, regular period for their beautifying. They spent six months with oil of myrrh, Six months with spices and ointments. This seems like ridiculous overkill. And the young woman would go into the king. Now, when she was when she would go in, she was given whatever she desired to take with her to the king's palace. So she would go in in the morning. She would return, and and uh, um, if she would not go into the king again, unless she delighted the king. So when Esther's turn came, she was a daughter of. Abihail, the uncle of Mordecai, she went into the king and she asked for nothing to bring to the king except what Haggai, the king's eunuch, advised. So Esther was winning favor in the eyes of everybody. Haggai probably liked that. He thought, oh, you know, she's, she's wise. I'll, I'll give her this. And she probably thought that that was smart of her. 
So when she was taken to King Ahasuerus, the king loved Esther more than all the women, and she won his grace and favor, and he gave her the royal crown. And he made her queen instead of Vashti. And the king threw a great feast for all his officials, and it was a feast for Esther. Why do you think the Bible is telling us this story? But this one girl and like a king who kind of stinks and he decides that she's going to be queen after he gets rid of the other queen for really no good reason at all. And she's beautiful. Yes, it's essentially a reality TV show. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be important though because Mordecai found something out. Now remember, Esther hadn't told who her people were, meaning she hadn't told that she was a Jew. In those days, while Mordecai was sitting at the king's gate, he, there were two of the king's eunuchs who became angry and sought to lay hands on King Ahasuerus. And Mordecai found out about this, and he told it to Queen Esther, and Queen Esther told the king in the name of Mordecai. And when the king investigated it, he found out that the men were plotting to kill him, and so they were hanged on the gallows, and it was recorded. This is going to be important, because do you think the king is going to be, like, grateful for that? He's going to be like, yeah, he is. He's going to be like, oh, not only are you beautiful when I made you queen, but then you saved my life. So he's going to want to listen to her. Now, remember, she hasn't told who her people are that's going to be important. So sometimes in life, things seem to be happening that don't seem to make a lot of sense. And maybe it seems like we're in a bad situation. But remember, God's in control. He's in control of this too. He's going to use it for the good of his people and for his promise of sending a savior. We'll see how.